It's September 21st, 2016, and I am officially retiring from the world of professional Dota. I'm Colin Detmar. I'm Jesse Cox. And I'm Emily Dalton, and this is Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast. We got three in here. We got three in here. Just a heads up, folks, Jesse's going to have to bounce probably halfway through, but at least we can start out and get the important stuff done with our new co-host, Jesse Cox. It's me! I made it! <laughs> and I made it back yeah, yeah. because I leave and this turns into the EE fan cast. What? So, yeah. Listen, I'm pretty sure in. both of us said that we don't like him. No, no, that was definitely not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you went like on a 10-minute tirade about what a great player and excellent person he is. No, I best. listened with horror. Said, like, he's awful, but he's the best. His Twitter is at least... Uh, humble man's Twitter, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> is that like a humble brag, a humble tweet? Yeah, I think it I is. Even, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know why I went there. That was bad. <laughs> this is bad. But here we are. Let's talk about Pro Dota, folks. The uh, the roster lock has happened for the next major. We know what we're looking at here, and uh, I mean, I feel like the biggest shockers are that. Fear and Moo have both retired, and PPD is... He might be retired? He's transitioning out of being a player. Yeah. Um, We should definitely straighten out that it's Moo as in M-U as in... Yes, excuse me. ...fanatic player, (laughs) not uh, Mm -hmm. the DC. Or now Complexity guy. Let me read a few rosters. Um, There there are a ton, obviously, but the ones that interest me are are ones like like there's Digital Chaos, which is Resolution, Wii, Moon, Soxa, and Misery. Uh, Complexity is Justin. I don't know who that is. Uh, Cancel, Moo, Z-Freak, and Swindles. Uh, EG these days is Arteezy, Sumail, Universe, Zai, and Crit. Take away Arteezy. That's a scary team. Uh, 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 team NP is uh, EE's new team. It's Owie 2000, Eternal Envy, MSS, SVG, and 1437. Uh, I don't even know what to read on the, the China part, because this is all, like... It's all new. It's all a mess. And so many of these are players I don't know. So many of them. Wings hasn't changed. I'm trying to pull it up so I can talk to it a little bit. Wings. Uh, I mean... E-Home looks real strong. Siler, Old Chicken, Eleven, Lanham, Guardian. That looks fierce. Yep. And Vici Gaming J? Junior. Is that like Junior? Okay. I don't know. I, I guess. It's Aggressive, No-No, R-O-T-K, Fenrir, and H-Y-M. Uh, I don't know. Where's your, where's, your, where's your boys? Where's Fnatic in here? Is Fnatic not... Oh, okay, sorry, I didn't scroll down enough. Yeah. Uh, Raven, <laughs> Mushi, Ohio, EO, and Demon. It's like TNC new. Oh, yeah, it's a new TNC. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of... There, there also is a new TNC uh, yeah. with... Yeah, I don't, I don't expect them to do very well. Um, Secret is the really crazy one, which I guess we talked about last time, but MP, Mid-1, Forev, Puppy, Pili Die. It's, it's all been pretty crazy really i don't know like looking at looking at this who do you like uh i like og still og looks og looks pretty strong we didn't mention them but yeah they swapped out uh they have they swapped out miracle yep probably not 
willingly, but uh, and so now they have Anna, S4, and Jerax. Yeah, we, I, I forgot we kind of talked about that on the yeah. previous episode, but I still like them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still excited for that. I also, I like, Secret is dope as fuck. Secret looks so cool. Like, this this, this cross-continental Secret is pretty pretty exciting, yeah, conceptually. I mean, we kind of said at the end of the episode that we're getting that, like, realization that SEA Dota and, like, kind of the fringe region Dota is becoming a thing, and, like, now we, now it's, I don't know, it's weird because it, like, we're kind of taking, or Puppy's kind of taking the talent out of that region, but at the same time, he's bringing it to secret, which makes it, like, brings it closer to people's attention. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I think it's really cool, and I'm interested to see how they play. Like how the communication works in Nike. Yeah, totally. I don't know. What do you like, Emily? I I can't like right now. It's gonna take me time. I really basically like I just wanna put ditto marks under Moon's rant about how he doesn't believe in friendship anymore. I'm just heartbroken by what happened with OG and just I need to lick my wounds for longer. I can't root for any teams yet. I'll just sort of be like, Well, I good luck with your lives. That's I yeah. Fair, I, I guess. Yeah. I'm too sad. I mean, Black's got a team again. Yeah, it's you got, know what? It's got I've, ice, ice, ice on it. Instead of playing Dota, I've been playing like Japanese dating sim. I'm badly wounded by the breakup of OG. Man, God, I was wondering why you were dodging all these podcasts. Is it just because it would just be you crying? <laughs> I just can't. I'm gonna take my box wine and my OS games and just I can't. Yeah, it's been hard. Oh boy. So I guess we're now having our first pro dota retirees what? i called it you did you did that we we gotta i gotta eat some crow on that one you totally called that fear was gonna retire he's a coach right now not a commentator but you know give it time maybe um and also there's no reason he can't do both in some situations oh that'd be great i personally think that fear in his interviews um I don't think he'll become a commentator personally. I think he is too much. He fits too well into the archetype of like the gamer guy, and mm-hmm. and he will do better. I think people will want him more as a coach than maybe Valve wants him as a commentator. And I think that honestly, mm-hmm. I think maybe the opposite is uh, true of PPD, where that like uh, if I was Valve or if you guys were Valve, you would probably go for PPD over Fear as a analyst. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've seen him do commentary. He could barely... No, he couldn't stop himself rolling his eyes yeah. at the dumb things other commentators were saying. Yeah. yeah, and and Fear answers questions with, I don't think I just play Dota. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, do your thing. And this may but, not be for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So the other thing that is interesting is now, of all the people who played in the first international, Dendi is the only one still with his original team. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, and how's that working out for him? I mean, it could be worse, right? Yeah. I, Navi Navi didn't change up with the shuffle at all. Um, I don't know. They've got a lot of talent on that team. I think I'm going to say that I think probably Puppy. I'd be shocked if Puppy didn't talk to him at some point and was like, well, you'd be on secret. And I think probably Dendi feels closer to the Navi brand than he does to Puppy. I mean, I, this is all speculation, but like, 
you say it's not, I mean, you, you kind of had that skeptical, like, well, how's that working out for him? He's probably making a lot of money and having a lot of fun playing Dota and maybe not winning every tournament or not, not winning a lot of the premier tournaments, but he, I respect Dendi. Did I tell you guys? I, I hope he is having a lot of fun. I passed it like during one of the matches at TI. I went out to like get a beer and use the restroom, and I passed. I just passed Dindy and Casey, the um, the lady who's like a interviewer and kind of like, or she was a host at TI six, mm-hmm. and they were just like, they both said hi to me. And it was really weird. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. <laughs> they were just walking down this or walking up the stairs past me, and they were both like hi. And I was like, Hi, hi, and that was it. Yeah, like to be that, to be that, like popular, and also in like in the place where you are the most popular, and not just be gracious when people reach out to you, but to reach out to them yeah. is pretty yeah. insane. Yeah. No, I've always loved Indy as a player. It's part of why I'm bitter about him. It feels like being left behind in a lot of ways. But as you say, like I'm sure he's making money. I hope he's having a great time. Yeah. He's and by the way, like Navi is fun as shit to watch. Even if they, even if at the end, you're, you're, or they're stuck with a loss. Like I honestly think that in the group stages of TI six, Navi was, like top, five teams for me to watch. Like you know, top five most fun teams to watch. And I feel like they've kind of refined their team towards that yeah. to a certain degree. I mean, like Seneco is highly skilled, but he's also an exciting support player, mm-hmm. and. Like general is an exciting, like offlaner, and yeah, he does weird. Excuse me, he does weird things. And same with Ditcha Ra. It's like a team. Like it's like they have figured out. Like well, people like us not because we're good, but because they have nostalgia and they were fun to watch. Let's lean into that. Yeah. So this may be as close as we get to your Harlem Globetrotters prediction. <laughs> I don't know if it's as close as we'll get. For a while, maybe. What was For the Harlem Globetrotters prediction? Uh, it, prediction is strong language. Uh, <laughs> I said I think it would be neat if, like, some pros who were maybe on their way out, basically formed like I mean, you know about the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, going like going around playing like showy basketball against you know in a staged way against a team that's there to lose. Right? Yeah, I watched. I actually have seen them twice. I think there should be a Dota version of that. I think there should be like people who are no who are very famous players who are no longer in in you know in shape for truly competitive pro dota yeah having a little team and you know going out like you know like oh it's you know it's intermission or whatever for for the fucking fall major and the you know new england dendies i don't fucking know whatever come out and you know put on a little show for you valve, and do some showy trick dota the valve bottle crows <laughs> We can dream, right? Yeah. Free advertising. Ooh. Except for the fact that would that, be like, sick. Yeah. I think that, that would I be mean, awesome. I think that right? like the Dota's would build that so well, you know? Just having like doing seeing Dendi play carry or like mid Crystal Maiden would be sick. Or just stuff like like oh, like they picked Pudge on Dendi and also someone else picks Techies and yeah, you know how this goes. Yeah. Like, just do some showy, fun Dota that isn't necessarily practical, but is, you know... It'd be like two hours of live fails of the week. <laughs> I think it could be really fun. Yeah. If Even if it's just a gimmick, it would still be cool. 
Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. it just be a little like little bit of entertainment in between matches. Yeah. Emily's being real quiet for a person who thought it was a dumb idea last time. <laughs> I still think it's a dumb idea. But, it's a dumb know, idea. It could be a fun dumb idea. Girl, it's a dumb idea, dog. I just really like it. Like sometimes uh-huh. dumb shit is fun. All right. right. All right. That's fair. So, all right. Let's talk about six point eight eight. I guess this whole meta. The whole meta. All of so, it. it's been funny going to r slash Dota two and noticing that we are not getting our usual storm of shit posts of people begging for the next patch. Yeah. It just isn't happening. Because mm-hmm. this patch is really good. This meta is really good. But I mean, for, there is of course the question of what we want. What we want for six point eight nine. But first, I just want to like one of the things we got a nerf drow. Do we? Yeah. I think we got a nerf drow, and I don't think we have to nerf her hard, but the fact, like, this, I'm stealing this, I'm gonna, okay, credit where credit's due. I read this topic on r slash Dota 2. The topic was 6.89 drow ranger idea. And basically the problem is that her, her aura means that you win your lanes. If you pick a, if you pick with drow in mind, then you just win your lanes because there's a drow. Yeah. And that's it makes That's, things really easy. Yeah. So, like, the idea that this person suggested was that her precision aura grants, like, she gets her full aura, but to her teammates, it only, it's basically 25% of the aura rank 1, then 50, 75, 100. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that, like, you don't just get that immediate early game boost. Because, like, I played, like, Dazzle with a drow, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, out harassing their carries, and that's... That's ridiculous. Yeah, I shouldn't be hitting that hard. My team usually <laughs> runs Dazzle with a Drow or Avenge, and it's that it's like it just almost feels like a different hero to play that Dazzle or that Avenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that early game, the early game pressure that wins lanes is is too strong. Mm-hmm. And I think otherwise she's a fine hero as is, but that's yeah, that global aura is is fierce. Yeah, I think the meta is in. I think the Drow strat is generally counterable. Um, I don't know, man. I think the meta is in a pretty good place right now, but we're maybe getting to the point where it's been at relatively the same place for a few months, and we're hitting that point where it feels stale to people, and we just want mm-hmm. like new, interesting shit to talk about on podcasts. and like Totally. Yeah. <laughs> It's nice because it's be- it's becoming stale, not, like, this is going to be a little bit of strong language, but, like, mm-hmm. often it becomes toxic rather than just stale, right? Like, o- often it's figured out to the point that it's like, oh, you see this hero in every game and it's just unstoppable, yeah. right? Yeah. If, it's, like, if it's not unstoppable, well, it's either unstoppable or somebody um, doesn't know how to do it and then they blow. You know what I'm saying? Like, either it's yeah. unstoppable or somebody like reckons that it's unstoppable and then gives it a shot but they haven't really like tuned in that uh, you know how to get to that unstoppable point and so they get exploited and that's and that sucks too I do want to uh like I've uh, before on previous 6.88 podcasts I've beaten the drum of we should nerf slark I'm going to beat that drum again because uh today I was playing with someone and I didn't realize we were in unranked <laughs> so i tried to ban slark which means i picked slark yeah 
when I was trying to be a support. Good job, dickhead. I won. <laughs> I, I went 18 and 4. Dude, it's a good hero right now. He's so good yeah. right now. How do you think we should nerf him? I mean, I have my ideas, but... I mean, honest... Okay, here is what you do. There are other things you could do to him. The one nerf that I need him to have. When you are full health, you do not get the buff. Like, you get the buff, but you don't get the buff icon for your ult anymore. You don't know if you're under vision or not if you're full health. Just warts? That's the only way? No, I mean, just like... I think you just nerf. I would like to see the regen nerfed, and then that would make it... That would make more sense to me. Hmm. I don't feel... I mean, like, the, the regen's... The regen, as as long as he has... I mean, like, you're not wrong, but I don't feel like he can usually duck out... Like, if he ducks out in the middle of a team fight, by the time he comes back, the team fight's either screwed or not. No, I... The reason I would have it nerfed... Maybe nerf it while he's in his ult. If that makes mm. like yeah, that's what frustrates me is you do yeah. everything you can against the Slark and any super low and ults and comebacks a co- you know comes back a couple seconds later with thirty or forty percent health and it's like well, what are, what are we here for you know it's all so how like what if it can cons- like while he was in his ult like that cloud made him you know does what it does now but he's not considered to be out of vision unless that cloud is out of vision. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that would make sense. Yeah, he's not really super OP, right? Like he's no not... one is right now. Yeah, yeah. It's weird having this conversation because I think that most people would agree that it's when we talk about OP heroes, it's like heroes who, if you play them super well, like if you really understand where their advantages come from, then you can exploit that. But it's not to the point where it's mechanically unfair to play them. So, yeah, I mean, we're speculating on, like, what would make... We're basically, like, saying in the games where we were super frustrated to play against Slark, how... Ice Frog, please help. I mean, I still think... I'd, I think the fact that he gets to D-Ward for free is just bullshit. Yeah, that's a little dumb. Yeah. And, like, so, like, I, I'm saying, like, take away the buff icon when he's full health. He still gets the benefits, but there's a slightly less chance of him just automatically knowing that there's a wart there. I'm not good enough. Ch- sorry, I'm not good enough to be, like, the support who considers Slark while I'm warding and wards in a creative place. But that hmm. that is something to consider. Like, that is something that I should be considering as I'm playing a support and putting a ward down. It's, like... If I just put it on this, you know, if I put it on the, I don't know what you call those little towers with the eyes on them, the ward, just, uh, ward, yeah, the ward tower. Ward eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I put Eyeball it on spot. there, then yeah. <laughs> they're probably going to find it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten into more atypical warding spots, and it does, it certainly does help against Slark, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, as you say, we are, we are sort of nitpicking at this point, because... Mm-hmm. Because this has been a great patch, and I'm ready for I'm ready for a new patch, but not a new meta. I want a new version of this meta. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Do we have any like Do we have any particular six point eight nine wish lists? Um. Tree ant. Yeah. We, we want we want ants for our trees. Got it. All of them. 
he's super cool. I've I've only won or sorry, I've only lost one game on him ever because he's a lot of fun. How many games have you played on him? Uh, six. But I mean, that's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's respectable. <laughs> Seventy-eight. Whoa! Damn. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's more. That's almost as many games as I played at Wind Ranger. Uh, I should play more Wind Ranger. Um. Anyway, let's talk about our ags of the week if we have time for that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, All yeah, right. Jesse, you better go first. <laughs> um. Sure. We're doing ags of the week this week for Phantom Lancer. Indeed. Um. What is? Does he have an ags right now? I don't he know. does not. No. Okay, no ags right now. Just for the just get it for the stats. No. Um, I was thinking about this. I have two options. Um, one of them is, and I don't know which one is weird. They're both kind of weird, but I think I'll use this. I don't know. The first one is my idea is to um, increase the range on his Q, hmm. and then. Hmm. Uh, when when you use the Q, all of your illusions get transported with the Q to the target of the Q. <laughs> like they uh, get absorbed into it and then pop out. Like they they come back when the Q hits its target. Neat. Yeah. Interesting. So you point at someone and then all their mana is gone. <laughs> uh yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean he still has the rush. His passive it gets kind of overlooked um mm-hmm. but he still has a rush i think like the adding the range to the queue kind of uh i don't know it, you... i feel like the the hard thing always with designing ags for carries is like when you're designing a, an ags for a support it's pretty easy actually to make it worth it for them but for a carry you always have to ask the question of like yeah. well is this better than a daedalus for them yeah or, you have to you know... justify the costs mm-hmm. yeah so I think I think that one's cool. I don't know if they would go for it though. I don't know if they would consider it good enough. Good enough. It's pretty good, man. What if you were uphill? Like, what if you were up a cliff or something? I don't know. I mean, I think it's cool. Yeah. The other one is that he now makes illusions of himself and the person he's hitting. That's cool. Um, how okay? How about <laughs> that this? Was Just the to most, balance, like. No, I just no. I like the idea. I'm just thinking like for balance. I was worried about the balance, right? And so for balance purposes, what if when he did that, you could tell which Phantom Lancer was the real Phantom Lancer? <laughs> oh, you wait, son of a bitch! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've listened uh, to Bottle this. Must be Bottle Crow. Crow. To... <laughs> uh, welcome aboard, Jesse. This is what we do here. I just didn't want to say it, Emily. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I, I think that ability. That think that'd be kind of cool. It's um, I'm trying to figure out like, would it be an extra proc chance, or would it randomly decide which you got? Or I don't know, man. Hmm. Don't ask me about them numbers. I'm... We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Sure. Hold well, mine also takes a lot of workshopping. Go, go then. I uh, I'm not going to express this clearly, probably. So when he does doppelganger, uh he doppelgangers, and so does every illusion that he has. And every illusion that exists at that second gets refreshed to eight seconds. Wait, does every illusion also create two illusions? Yes, exactly. It happens to all of them, wherever they are on the map. And yep. do they just do it in place? Because he can target that thing. 
Um, I'm going to say they probably do it in place. Okay. I can't really imagine how you could target everybody. So they just refresh their, like, their lifespan, their Mr. Meeseeks. And they create their own illusions. My axe of the week is that all of his illusions now sound like Mr. Meeseeks. I have no idea who that is. Oh, Rick and Morty, dude. Ah, okay. I don't watch that. My bad. So, oh, well. no. It would be a terrible axe. Everyone would hate it. <laughs> um... So you, so, it's effectively just like tripling the amount of illusions that he has. Then, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he could do it all over the map. It's amazing. Previously, See, as Colin explained, like... you've got to make it worth his while. <laughs> well, it does it with Manta illusions. It does it with Rune Manta, illusions. You name it. You're insane. Every illusion. Emily, remember how every axe upgrade on Bottlecrow used to be, what if there were two of them now? And then <laughs> now Panel Lancer's like, three he already them. has illusions. What if there were three but hear me out. <laughs> illusions? Uh, I don't even want to say mine anymore. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yours was good. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so my idea uh, well, okay, I came up with the name of it first. Because I was trying to think of stuff thematically, and I came up with the name "Seeing is Believing." So it's a passive, and I haven't figured out the math. Maybe you guys can help me workshop it. But basically, the idea is when a Phantom Lancer is out of enemy vision, all of his illusions get stronger. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, do we? The thing is, like. Do we want them to have realistic HP? Do we want them to hit harder? Do we want them to... What? I would go with hit harder. I would go for, like, I would go for similar HP. Because that way it's easier to, like, that goes along with tricking people, is they're taking realistic damage so you don't know which one is real. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if that's enough of a buff. Because, like, with Phantom Lancer, like... You know, his illusions last, if he doesn't have a manta they, or an illusion rune, they last eight or four seconds, which is like, well, who cares about their HP? They're going to be gone by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. One of my um, one of the most satisfying things in Dota for me, um, even though I don't play PL a lot, is hitting the W and then, like, while I'm running away from somebody, and then immediately grabbing one of the illusions instead of myself and running away mm-hmm. with it and keeping my guy like keeping the hero still and then once the illusion dies then i just or once they're out of vision i just tp out with the real guy it's one t- one time with wind ranger i was leaning against a l- l- like i think i was leaning against a pudge and he roamed to gank and so a lion had taken over the lane mm-hmm. and i got a bottled illusion rune and i started walking back to lane i popped the illusion rune and then as we were walking up, I used a bottle charge on one of the illusions, Ooh. and Lion immediately fingered it. It was the best. Beautiful. Ugh, the poor guy. Think how many chances you'd have for that sort of thing if there were three times the illusions. Eh? <sighs> My f- computer would actually die. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is, is it Like, Emily, your computer definitely would not be able to handle that. Uh, listen, I've got it turned down. I basically just see a blue rectangle. What if there were three times as many blue rectangles? <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. It'd be like Gumby. <sighs> All right. That's good. We do good around here. <laughs> I mean, if you'd rather I had him turn into a dragon or something, I'm open to, you know, workshopping this. 
What about two dragons? Okay. I was about to say two dragons. <laughs> I thought maybe you Great were. Great minds, Colin. So, Jesse. Triple the dragons. <laughs> as a person who still plays Dota. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen much Arc Warden recently? Um, only, no, no, I have not. Only really? for like very niche players who, when I check their history, they spam Arc Warden. I feel like Arc Warden's really. I think we're at the point we were at with Earth Spirit, where he's still gonna be kind of overpowered, but you need to hit the button and put him in Captain's mode. Do you think he's gonna? You think he's OP right now? Yeah, no, totally. Like his, if you look at Dota buff, his win rate is is he's OP right now. He's not very OP right now, but he's OP right now. And the better you are, the more OP he is, because he's very hard to play. But like, I mean, he's got the like the damage over time slow on his Q. He's got the one hundred percent evasion plus uh like God, my brain. Uh, 100% evasion plus uh, attack speed buff on his W that applies in an AoE. Mm-hmm. He's got those like very long-ranged nukes with his E that also now purge. And also, because they took away his ability to have separate cooldowns on his Tempest Double as like a payment for that, they made the cooldown on Tempest Double lower, and so now he's a really scary teamfighter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I agree that he's OP, but I, I don't disagree. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you're probably right. Like I support that decision to put him in captain's mode, so that people will see like people will see wings or um, somebody else who is innovative. I wanted to say OG there, but then a, a single tear rolled out of my eye. So like some innovative team, I want to see like everybody see them play that and then bring it to the pubs and like i don't know you're right i'm ready for like people to watch pros and then innovate new ways to play them speaking sorry i mentioned that we had to do the earth spirit thing and then i remembered what happened to earth spirit is they nerfed him way too hard (sighs) like his his q moves slower than marana arrows now that's messed up Speed that thing back up. It's his only stun. You need to give it back. Nice frog, please. Sorry, I used to play. Or I used to play Earth Spirit because I was an okay Earth Spirit, but I'm not a great Earth Spirit, and so I can't play Earth Spirit anymore because he's not good enough for a guy who's just okay. Man, we had a, I don't play enough Earth Spirit. And there's he's a few fun. people. The few people who I play with are really good at him, and it's fun to watch and like fun to cheer for, but. Yeah. Anyways, Arc Warden, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Excellent. That that went over more smoothly than I expected. <laughs> yeah, sure, dump him in. I mean, why not, right? Like, that's where the real... The, the fucking real discussion for a hero, unfortunately, does not come from all pick in, a, no. in solo mm-hmm. QMMR games, you know? Like, the mm-hmm. real... I mean, we could talk about it, but the real discussion comes from i feel like pro scene like having a hero in the pro scene and then seeing how people play it compared to that in their pubs so that's what i'm ready for is like getting the real volume of play from arc warden and then comparing it to how it really should be played because i don't know how that what that is right now Mm -hmm. and i mean like we have like 
we have plenty of examples of heroes that it's it's just so obvious that they're bounced around the pro meta to an extent that like I mean like Naga Siren is just a hero you only pick when you have a stack. There's no reason to pick that with pubs. Naga? Like with randos, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I agree. And like that's that's fine. That's how that is for that hero. I actually I had the somewhat unpleasant experience of uh, a friend of mine who doesn't play Dota very much wanted to play with me, and they're like, I wanted to play that Siren Lady. And I was like, okay, I, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you not to. And he had a miserable time. Because he was messing up people's ults, yeah. and he was trying to farm a Radiance, and he's not a great farmer, so he just bas- took him till like, minute 35 to get it. And it was just rough. Yeah, I think I had a very similar... Um... A very similar experience playing Naga for the first time. It's definitely like I didn't understand what to do. It's a, it's definitely an ult where like if you don't know what you're doing, then I don't know. You could definitely make a lot of people mad, <laughs> and that's what it did. Yeah, and lose a lot of fights because like you know you panic because you're about to die, but also they're all about to die, and it's like oh no, I guess I just saved their lives. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Do we want to do uh, lore of the week? Is that what we want to do? Yes. Is there lore? There, there is lore. There's I, always I... lore, Emily. Man. <laughs> Originally, I cut it because I thought Emily. we wouldn't have time. Emily, but... we did Eternal Envy as a lore of the week. There. <laughs> I had to come back to stop this. See, <laughs> yeah. If it's another player, I'm pulling the plug. I imagine you like re- listening in your car to the podcast and. I come to the realization that we're doing EES Lore of the Week, and you just do a immediate like firefighter U-turn, like you just <laughs> not quite as good. I was waiting to have my tires changed, close my eyes, and bang my head against the glass of the window. <laughs> That's fine. So I guess we're not doing Lore of the Week because no, I'm kidding. It's not a player. <laughs> what? No, actually, it is one that I, uh, I I realized we hadn't done. And I felt a little silly about because it is Lirali the Wind Ranger. Your favorite? Yeah. No, she is the best hero in the game. She is. Oh, the see, greatest. and I didn't ask because now I've read so much fan fiction that I just sort of assumed I knew her origin. That she's a high school student who's unbelievably slutty and loves <laughs> tentacles. Is that not? Not like I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Christ, but you're... guys, <laughs> what, is, what is podcast? <laughs> Uh, welcome aboard, Jesse. Oh. I, I decided I, not to do fan fiction on on the first one we did together, Jesse. But you should know it's coming next time, and heads or tails, whether you know fifty fifty, will it be unspeakable? Tentacles or no tentacles? I can't do that one. That one was really upsetting. No, I please. You, Ravage, like... yeah, oh. has m- many uses. It turns out. Was, so, yep. the Wind Ranger. <laughs> That's the thing. Fucking, oh my God. Uh, so basically, her uh, she was a young child, at, I guess a newborn, and her family was killed in a storm. Sort of the storm knocked over the house on top of them, and she was okay. And the wind felt bad for her. That's the wind pitied the child, quote unquote. And so it picked her up and dropped her off on somebody's doorstep, and she became a ranger, and it turns out the wind likes her a lot. You should... Pazow! Yeah, you should write so, like, children's hypothetically, stories, man. That was fucking... Hypothetically, 
if my family were burned to death in the fire, would I gain awesome fire powers? Were you like, okay, let me ask you a question. Was there a wizard king who said you'd get rewarded with eternal life? No. Okay, so you're not clinks. Let's keep narrowing this down. No, no. New Dota heroes are coming, friend. Are you monkey? Yes. One of them's totally well-balanced lady with a bad sense of humor and fire powers. Yeah? Uh, is that <laughs> Lena? Uh, she has no sense of humor. That's different. Eh. I don't know what you're talking about, honestly. You lost me. Well, you know. Me, me. I'm saying if I burn my family, can I get fire powers? Oh. Gosh. <laughs> no, it has to be an accident, Emily. Oh, yeah, it will be. For sure. Like, you know that other people hear this, right? Like, this goes out on the internet. No, only the ones without me in them do. If you can't play the fifth, the only ones I hear. on a podcast. That's what I'm learning from Bottle Crow. Today I learned Bottle Crow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey. I, uh, I was going to wrap up the episode, but I do have to say real quick. So, listeners, uh, <laughs> we've had some technical difficulties lately, and uh, we're... The, Obviously, if you're hearing this episode, that means I have fixed them. I am in the middle of fixing them as we record this. I'm having to rehost all of Bottle Crow. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt, hmm. but we're getting it fixed. And uh, sorry, sorry for the snafu. Uh, our 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 host emeritus Johnny. All the files were still under his name, and uh, I think I think he was doing some house cleaning and didn't realize that it would break things when he got rid of them. No. So yeah, we're fixing it. Where's Doesn't snafu sound like an adorable animal? Do you know like that's, an elephant, but softer? Do you know that's an acronym? Is situation no. normal all fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. That's a military thing. Yeah, don't worry. I maintain it sounds like an adorable animal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can it be both? Bottle crow. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be both? <laughs> what do we do around here anymore? Uh, thanks everybody for listening to Bottle Crow episode 35. Could I do thanks. a quick mm-hmm. plug? Absolutely. Um, so me and a friend who, uh, this guy that I play with on a team, we're doing the We Like Dota League and the Amateur Dota 2 League. Uh, we started doing like a series of replay analysis on, or replay analyses on YouTube um, mm. under the name Dota Pub Crawl. And we're doing, uh, he played he played a game that we're going to look at tomorrow and then put that recording up on Saturday night. But I was going to ask you, Colin, put you in the hot seat on the podcast. Would you okay. like to maybe play some solo queue and then give us like a good replay? We're trying to get games where like maybe not – it doesn't necessarily have to be a close game, but a game that – so the game that I chose was one where I feel like I did really well, um, but we still got stomped really hard. And the game that uh, Bredo picked was one where he did really poorly, but uh, his team still won. So it's just like games like that where we can kind of look at what like what happened and maybe like dig a little deeper into the solo MMR game for some average style boys. Uh sure. Yeah. Sure, I'd totally be down for that sort of thing. So uh, right now we have don't. like right now we have hopefully you um lined up. We also have a host from We Like Dota, other podcasts. We have my friend uh, Brendan, who literally just started playing Dota a month ago, and we have my friend uh, Mike, who is from Ecuador. So we have. I really wanted to get him on there to get like the, um, like the not. We we always talk about either hatefully or or not. We always talk about the the person who 
maybe is has English as a second language, and I'm stoked to get him on to like learn what it learn a little bit, you know. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. That's a great name, by the way. Dota Pub Crawl, love it. Nice. It was Colin. Like I suggested a bunch of names to him, and Colin was like that one, so we went with it. <laughs> hey, I'm. I, yeah, I noticed. I was like, oh man, they went with they went with the one I thought was was good. It, hey, it was funny. overwhelmingly. Um, it was overwhelmingly in favor of that one. I think it's a pretty good name. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, if you don't look at my Dota buff, because there will be like ten lost games as Wind Ranger, and then one. That I win, and I'll submit that to you. Sweet. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Just look for Dota Pub Crawl, or we also have a fo- uh, Facebook group that is just Dota Pub Crawl. Um, Absolutely. Also, actually, if you want a game I played recently <laughs> with my friend who mostly plays League of Legends as he learned how clockwork works, <laughs> and I played Kerry Rubik, we could give you that one. Uh, it won't be very informative. A pass. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Oh, wait, no. I, I'm i going to delete. No, I'm not going to delete that part because I'm still talking. Anyway, listen, thank <laughs> you so much for joining us. If you want to go to uh, iTunes, give us a rating or review. That would be wonderful. If you don't want to do that, you could submit any questions or comments to bottlecrowpodcast at gmail.com or to my Twitter at, at 6264. We are a member of Scanline Media, which is a site that I write for and also one of my friends. And that's scanlinemedia.com if you want to check out any gaming, news, reviews, not so much news, I guess, you know, editorial material. And if you want to back us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. That money goes towards us covering new stuff. One of the examples would be the microphone I am using and the microphone that Emily is not using because of some compatibility issues. But we'll fix that. Real soon. Real soon. And I want to give a big thanks to Reddit user Promoti for my... For blah, 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 blah for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which we are using as our intro and outro music around here. And uh, thanks so much, guys. And thank you to our newest host, Jesse. Yay! Yeah. It's really nice to be here. And I have been um, playing Dota for a while and kind of, well, just playing for a while, and it feels really good to be involved in the community. Um, Pub Crawl is kind of something that I, or me and Bredo, um, want to be a collaboration so because we both like being in the in the community so hopefully that that flowers into something nice totally and i think yeah not to drag this out too long but one of the great things about the dota community is is because we've all played so much of this stupid fucking game we can create some pretty good content around it just because we have so much knowledge and we have so much connection between people and you can take your talent and do something cool with it. And any listeners, I encourage you to do it as well. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Or bye. two weeks. God, I always fuck that up. Next episode. Okay, bye. Bye. All right.